Hello again, and welcome back, everybody, to Oh God It Burns, your buyer's guide to bad comics. Now, regular listeners of the pod may remember a few weeks back when I had our first ever guest, Jason, on the show to talk about the sudden departure of Dan DiDio from DC Comics. What you probably didn't know is that we actually met to talk about a bad comic that he holds near and dear to his heart. It was my feeble attempt to maintain productivity while Bruno and his lovely girlfriend and Benton Folds enthusiast Lilith were out of town at a Food Wide Festival. And because Jason had done such an amazing job on that episode, I said, what the hell? Let's go ahead and record your episode anyway. Much to the chagrin of my wife, who is exceptionally loving and understanding, except in situations when I don't communicate with her and uh, make her wait an additional two hours for the dinner I'd promised I'd make. Yeah, I know I messed up. But you know who didn't mess up? Jason. This guy's a beast when it comes to obscure comics knowledge, and since he's a wee bit older than both Bruno and I, he actually got me reading something that was published before the year 2000, which is something I'll forever be indebted to him for. And that comic was a six-part Iron Man slash War Machine slash Force Work crossover titled Hands of the Mandarin, starring, you guessed it, everyone's favorite evil Asian stereotype and longtime Iron Man villain, the Mandarin. And this time, he's got different hands. So get ready to add another mighty Marvel mistake to your long box of cursed and forbidden comics as we peek back into the times before Tony Stark had his coming out party. And back when it was okay to write a black man like the only exposure you had to African Americans was that one scene from Airplane when the old lady knew how to speak jive. You dig my man? So listen up homie as we party down with Hands of the Mandarin on this week's episode of... Oh God, it burns. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back. This is a very special episode. I've got a guest on today. Uh, my name is Nick. And, and joining I'm me, I'm Jason. And this is a very special guest choice of Oh God, It Burns, your buyer's guide to bad comics. As you guys know, every single week, uh, my buddy Bruno and I, we go through and uh, we talk about some of the worst comics that we've ever read and give you reasons why you need to jump into the back issue bin and buy them because these these things are spectacular. Um, you don't know what good comics are until you read bad comics. Absolutely. And Bad also, comics make some of the best comics. Mm-hmm. And today, what, what's the story that we're going into? Hands of the Mandarin. Hands of the Mandarin. There's a six-part crossover in Ooh. War Machine. Iron Man and, and Force Works. Force Works. <laughs> Not Avengers West Coast. Force Works. Yeah, I took you there. Or Fantastic Force. <laughs> oh. Which even when you said <laughs> which, when you said this was in Force Works, the first thing I jumped to was, was Fantastic, Fantastic Force, Force because I had a couple of those issues and I'm like, I, I don't think know I what to think about these. Too. Yeah. But I think DeFalco wrote them, so they were actually pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. It had like an Inhuman before Inhumans were a big thing again. Yeah. And um, you know, some fast kid from Wakanda, I think. And that's all I remember. Speed makes big pants. Uh, yeah, 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 you know. You know. Speedy McSpeederson. <laughs> yeah, that's the most Wakandan name. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was a colonizer. He said it like, no, he said it like this. Speedy McSpeederson. <laughs> if you say it like that, oh, yeah, it's Wakanda. Then, then, then it's, yeah, that's, that's a thing. So before we jump into this stuff, uh, Jason, why don't you go ahead and tell us something about yourself. All right, so... Um, I've been collecting comic books since I was four years old. My mom came home from a yard sale that she went out to with a box of old comic books and gave it to me, and I devoured all the Richie Rich and Casper the Friendly Ghost and Hot Stuff and Little Lulu and whatever else was in there and completely ignored the uh, superhero contents 
of the box until years later, and I finally read it was an issue of Spider-Man. Hammerhead was in it. Dr. Octopus was trying to marry Aunt May. Not a very iconic issue or anything. No one's <laughs> That's seen... not a key issue. No, no, no. <laughs> so I had that. The cover was ripped off of it, and I think it was one of those things where the cover was ripped off and also the first and final page were ripped off too, so I never knew how the story started nor how it exactly finished. I think I did get to see the last page. I think it was probably one of the letter pages that was missing. Yeah. You just went on the internet at four uh, years uh, old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> I invented the internet with Al Gore. <laughs> I discovered. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've been reading comic books pretty much nonstop since I was four. I started going to the little convenience store that was next to my grandmother's restaurant when they cost a dollar and she would give me a dollar out of the cash register to go buy the new Transformers comic. And then eventually I got into more Marvel stuff. DC came later, but I had the one Spider-Man, so I started reading Amazing Spider-Man. And in the issues I picked up, Spider-Man talked about how much he loved Captain America and admired Captain America. So I had to read the Avengers, and then there was the Avengers West Coast, and then Avengers West Coast ended, and it became Forceworks, and that's why we're talking about this today. Because I can't stop collecting these things. <laughs> I'm just now going through, I'm Kanmari mething, I don't know if we have to put up a trademark on that, but the little Asian lady on uh, the... Netflix show that comes in and tells you to... Oh, Marie Kondo? Yes, and see if it gives you joy. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And these, believe it or not, give me joy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't believe how quickly you got back to me where it's just like, hey, Jason, you want to do this? I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. And I was like, which one do you want? Hands of the Mandarin. Yes. It was immediate. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, I've never heard of this. And I'm kind of glad you chose something that was from like the early 90s yeah. or the mid 90s. Yeah. Because yeah. this is not something I usually go back to a lot when I dip in my comics well. Like my formative years reading mm -hmm. were in the post-revelation Spider-Man. Right. When right, Norman right. Osborn came back. Oh, and then sorry. we had chapter one. <laughs> which, by the way, you want to talk about something that sits really heavy in my heart. Yeah. You, you'd give me a story where Norman Osborn and the Winston. Sandman are cousins because they have the same hair. <laughs> well, that's just science. That's why I'm here. That's just science. <laughs> it's just science. <laughs> that makes sense. So I went through a lot of garbage. <laughs> but it's that kind of garbage that's like, man, I love this. I can, I can go back to any of those era of comic books and just pick them up and read them. Yeah. And it's just like, I will never get rid of those just because they, they fill such a sentimental hole in my, my heart right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, I went into this. I'm like, okay, cool. Hands of the Mandarin. Like, mm -hmm. first of all, Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you know about the character? What really you... know a lot about the Mandarin other than that it <laughs> isn't it isn't like basically Fu Manchu. But pretty much, yeah. Is he the son of Fu Manchu? Not, no. I, I don't think they have any, you know, connection other than... Okay, you know, I thought they had a connection a because I remember, like, there being some stuff with Fu Manchu uh, when I was reading through Brubaker and Fraction's Iron Fist. Okay, they and may have they mentioned something, something about that. So that would have been years when, after yeah, this story, though. Or even when Fraction yeah. was doing the uh, the Invincible Iron Man run. Yeah, okay. Which is, like, the best Iron Man run. And he had it build up to the Ten Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a really good Mandarin. But yeah. other than that, like it seems like the Mandarin just never crossed paths with anything I'd, right. I'd done. Right. He's very much like the Hulk's villain, the leader, and that, you know, he's kind of one note and yeah. doesn't, 
you know, ever fight anyone except for the one villain, uh, the one hero he's teamed mm-hmm. up with. Not very but, versatile. Right, yeah. And you just, the, no one's ever known what to do with him. And in the MCU, they had to change him completely because you don't want to offend, you know, the Chinese government when you have a Chinese bad guy and he's stereotypical, you know, out the yin-yang. Yeah, he's called yeah. the Mandarin. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's wearing the big ornament, oriental flowing gown. Oh, yeah. He's got the yeah. Fu Manchu. If he's not related to him, he's got a Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an homage to those type of characters. Yeah. So, so it, it, I can definitely see why this character, like, even though there are a lot of Iron Man fans that love that character, like when the Ben Kingsley version came out and he was more of an Osama Bin Laden, yeah, just kind of yeah, hiding yeah. away, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting place to put it. But now we're starting to see that the Mandarin is an actual villain that's going to be showing up in the, uh, what was it, the Shang-Chi movie. Yes, yes, I'm so excited for that. Because they had the teaser for the DVD release of Thor The Dark World. When they did the one-shots? Yeah, the one-shot, yeah. So, So anyway, Hands of the Mandarin is something that I just remembered loving as it came out. I was buying these from a local comic shop in Valdosta, Georgia. I think it was Comic Haven. They had a giant um, Rottweiler that walked around inside the store. It made people nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember Keep those going, kids with the sticky fingers uh, right? on Right? Right, it sure did. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, these were $1.50 each back in 94. That's big money. The Iron Man's a double-sized issue, so two twenty-five. Save your nickels, kids. Because uh, I, I went in and bought some of these with change, I remember. I, yeah. I am already very jealous <laughs> of younger you because every time I have to buy a comic now, it's 4 bucks a pop minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's expensive. No. Yeah, see, I, I live... These are simpler times before you know, inflation completely destroyed everything. And before racial sensitivity. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, my man? <laughs> As you will see in these issues. You got uh, that, homie? Your mama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, wait, you're telling me he's black? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that what you're trying to say? Well, I love it when the Mandarin figured out. It was like, oh, you're his black assistant. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I remember you. But only it was the Mandarin. (laughs) Yeah. So it was more like, oh, you're his black assistant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right? It's just the most stereotypical, you know, horrible stuff. But it's the early to mid-90s. What is this, 94? This is before Yellow Face became a bad thing. Oh, yeah. This was still considered, like, high diversity, having a character like Rhodey in his own comic book. Yeah, yeah. And it was a step. It was, you know, way too late, of course, but it's still a step, and Mm -hmm. it's finally happening. So Rhodey got his own book. It sucked. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, it is not one that I collected. These are like the two issues that I owned of the War Machine comic. I was just not a War Machine fan. I liked the armor. I liked mm. the character, but he didn't speak to me enough to buy his own. You mean he didn't buy the Chuck Austin War Machine um, Max series? No. No, I've seen that somewhere you recently. I can't wait to hear Listen, something. long-time listeners will know I have a stack of Chuck Austin comics on my mm-hmm. desk at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Court mandated. Yeah. We won't go into why. It's my favorite right. You know what you did. You will find out. <laughs> Do research, motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, it's funny. The reason I even came across these is because my uh, ridiculous filing system. I have the Avengers and Avengers West Coast in the A boxes, of course. And Avengers West Coast became Force Works. 
And for whatever reason, instead of putting this with the Iron Man titles that I have, I decided to file the whole thing in the Forceworks box, which is the Avengers box. Well, that just goes is... to show you where your heart really is as a collector. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I do the same thing with all my X-Men stuff. Like, yeah. I kind of, wherever there's a huge crossover like Messiah Complex, yeah, I'll yeah. always bundle them in. Like, yeah. all of them. I'll take them and put them mm-hmm. in whichever title I know I'm going to reread the most. So yes, same with exactly. Mike Carey's X-Men right now, because it's like, such an underrated X-Men writer. Yeah. Or maybe I have it with Peter Davis' X-Factor. Yeah, see, and it's like... But it's not with Brubaker's Uncanny X-Men, because, you know, I liked it, but... Yeah. It's not... didn't stand out with everything else. Yeah, it's like uh, Absolute Carnage. You had to find where to put the... Was it Absolute Carnage? No, Total Carnage, or... You're talking Maximum Carnage. Maximum Carnage, wow. How did you go through... (laughs) Uh, You know... (laughs) Total Carnage. Total Carnage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an old man. I don't remember this thing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah Maximum Carnage. Which, 20 issue crossover. Which you really just start at the beginning of uh, Spider Man Unlimited. Unlimited yeah. Because that's the first issue. Yeah, so you can just leave it there. Then you just like, hey, I've got a hole in my collection. Yeah, like, oh, uh, Maximum. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just puke in your mouth a little bit. Oh, no. I loved it. I was so much younger when that came out. It was, I played the video game. I played the I, hell I got out of that, that video when game. it was, came out. Kind of LJN. My cousins the so best much. of LJN. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, man. Did you ever you know get where I... you had Black Cat come out and help you? Oh, was, I did. Yeah, was... I paused the screen a few times. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but you know what always pissed me off? <laughs> pissed me off like crazy is on the back of the box mm-hmm. you see Venom in the Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah. yeah, I I was never in the Statue of Liberty. No, was that no. even in the game? It was a hidden level maybe or something. God, you know, it sucked. It was probably one of those you know concept art. I things found out there was did. there was one level where if you're Venom, you can go and do your special by an ATM machine. It will take you to another level. I'm like, that's where oh, the Statue wow, of Liberty is. Oh wow, they had a warp. <sighs> yeah, but it wasn't the Statue of Liberty. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I was just I was crushed. And I remember like when I was younger, we went to a blockbuster and we did the Identic Kid. You know, if someone stole me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they did a video, and they were asking me, "I was like, so what kind of things you're into?" I was like, "Well, I really like video games. Like, what video game you like? Maximum Carnage." I was like, "Yeah, what's your favorite level?" Well, this is level I haven't gotten to yet. I see it in the back. <laughs> you were like, like oh, the Statue of Liberty. I was really making. into being you know, the Statue well, actually, of Liberty as Venom, <laughs> and then it never happened. Oh. I I carry that. Like a scar, you know, <laughs> on my M- soul. Maybe in Venom Two, when that comes out, we'll get to see that we'll scene finally in get the movie that scene. where he stands on the Statue of Liberty. Playing yes, <laughs> but yeah. So enough about that. Let's yeah, get back to yeah. Works. Actual books we're reading. So, um, if you're not familiar with Avengers West Coast and Force Works, the uh, original lineup for Force Works is the remaining Avengers that were on the Avengers West Coast team, and after they disbanded, they pretty much said, uh, we quit. We're just going to go our own separate ways until Iron Man's like, oh, by the way, I have this secret base called The Works, and we will forcefully... Was World Watch. Was or, it? Was, or was that the name of it? I think the building was called The Works. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So they uh, basically get to live... It was pretty much the Enterprise on a mountain. They had a, you know, river flowing underneath mm-hmm. of them. It was very iconic looking that no one remembers. They had hex ships instead of Quinjets. Because Scarlet Witch can power ships with a 
powers or okay whatever and if she stands and she clenches a certain way yeah yeah and she's <laughs> got to clench in that way. costume oh, I mean, she's clenching a lot <laughs> yeah you got to keep that up <laughs> uh, you have my favorite spider woman julia carpenter because that's the one i read when i was a kid mm-hmm. so i didn't know anything about jessica drew u.s agent who u.s agent is one of the best captain america villains turned heroes and just a fascinating character in one of his worst redesigned costumes i've Ever I could seen. not tell this was USA. You didn't even know who it was. I didn't know who it was until they mentioned. It. I was like, "That's not USA." Yeah, and that's kind of when it started clicking. Like, is this a, is this like an Avengers thing? Because yeah. they were calling Julia Carpenter spy. Oh yeah, for Spider Woman. Yeah, Spider yeah, Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like when they came in, it's like Wanda. I'm like, Wanda, spy. <laughs> Wait a minute. US Wait a minute. <laughs> and he has some alien with magical staff yes. named Century, and I'm like, mm. okay, I don't know who you are. <laughs> if anybody's familiar with the uh, mid-90s cartoon series of Iron Man, you'll see this version of the characters in there. They, mm. you know, the Force Works Avengers West They Coast. have this version of U.S. Agent? Um, okay, he's not in there. Sentry, Wanda, Spider-Woman, they're all there. Okay. Rhodey shows up. I don't remember if he ever gets the War Machine armor, but this version of Mandarin is mm. in that series. Oh, he's cool. the main bad guy. The version with the dragon hands? Yes. Yes, it's, uh, mm. <laughs> it is, Say it. it is, <laughs> it exists, it cannot be denied. Um, so yeah, just the uh, overall plot is Mandarin has regained his hands after, you know, Iron Man kind of got them chopped off uh, for him of uh, 50 to 40 issues previous to the Iron Man issues, I think it was 275 off the top of my head because I'm a nerd. Um, Actually, we don't have to do that. We can just look in the preview, uh, prelude uh, issues. Yeah. Actually, no, you don't have that. I didn't, I didn't bring the See, prelude See, I read the issues. prelude issues. Yeah. And they actually, the, those first two issues are nothing but like callbacks. Yes. And it's yeah. Tony Stark and James Rhodes in a knockdown drag out. Oh, yeah. And it's very emotional too. Like there's, there's a lot of really strong character work going on this. Yeah. And when you recommended that to me i was like you know what he gave me the issues to read i'm like yeah. i'm gonna read the prelude yeah, yeah and i read the prelude i'm like this is gonna be good mm. this is oh i'm sorry this you, is well you, written I, yeah you had false hope and then at the was... end of the prelude it's just like two issues of them knocking each other out and yeah. then they're flashing back and they're like ruining stark industries and then what is it spider woman like who was the uh, the person that came out of force works and just froze them um gosh See, that's the one issue I didn't read before I yeah. came over, so, yeah. Well, yeah, so someone just exits Force Works, and they're like, oh, you're being babies, then they freeze them. Yeah, yeah. And there's this plot in the background where the Mandarin, he's, like, talking about, like, ha, ah, I've got the heart of darkness. Yes. Mm, I've got these new dragon hands yeah. to replace the ones that they were cut off, and they're all scaly and stuff, he's showing off the rings, and he's just like, soon, I will unleash my power. But the whole impetus for him, like, coming in and unleashing his power is... She freezes both of them mid-punch. Yeah. So they're like just staring at each other like, Rhodey, I'm sorry. Yeah, they got locked Tony, up. Their armor's frozen. Yeah, so I'm sorry too. Yeah. And then after she just walks in the building, Mandarin comes out and he's just like, well, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so <laughs> easy. Oh my God. Swoops them up and transports them back over to his lair, which is where we pick up with yes. the hands of Mandarin. Yes. So um, the Force Works team is trying to figure out, hey, where'd they go? Which way did they go? <laughs> and they're like, what happened? I was like, well, they were just destroying Stark Industries and then they weren't there anymore. Okay. Problem solved. Let's not worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And because of plot reasons, we get to see them 
chained up in front of the Mandarin with his cronies all around him as he laughs maniacally. And I love the dragon hands so much. If you've ever seen, there's a terrible, wonderful movie called Spy Hard. Yes. Yes, when Andy Griffith is the bad guy, and he has multiple <laughs> got... arms. And there's a scene where he describes all his arms. He says, I have many arms. I've got big arms. <laughs> and he pulls out a lady's pair of arms. He's like, pretty arms. And that's what I picture the Mandarin doing with his hands the you, whole time. You know what I can't just get out of my head now? Hmm. The Weird Al Yankovic spy hard theme. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. If you want to win, you better spy hard. Now we can't air this episode. You got to pay where now. Oh, so, God yeah, yeah, he's gonna be on that. I'm gonna edit that out, but we know we don't edit. Yeah, it. No, no, no one's gonna no, listen no, to it's this. It's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna fine. happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hello, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to you three times in the drive. And <laughs> family members that have made download this. <laughs> now, what uh, caught me by surprise because I knew this, but I've forgotten it at this time. Iron Man had this thing. It was weird. It was called a secret identity. Yeah, <laughs> it's this re- threw me off too. It's really messed up. I don't up. remember a time. Actually, I do remember a time. Yeah, but literally the first series I read of Iron Man, yeah, his identity came out because that was uh, John Jackson Miller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote the uh, six, secret- uh, best defense. Yeah, where was he was best Secretary defense of State. Yeah, with uh, art or, by Philip Tan, Secretary of Defense. Yeah, or Jorge Molina. But then he came out and he was the Secretary of Defense. That was the first time I ever picked up an Iron Man comic. So yeah. I, I never knew that he never had. Yeah, Iron Man was his bodyguard. Yeah. And his bodyguard was never around unless he disappeared, and then his bodyguard was there to protect him. And he said, I've already got him out of the way. Don't worry, Mr. Stark. And he Which, already, this is one of the dumbest relics of this time, where everyone's trying to preserve the whole secret identity trope. Yeah. And it's like one of my favorite things that they did away with when they, like, Bill and Joe came on. They were like, screw it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Out Captain America. Out. Yeah. uh, Out Iron Man. Like, just... All the ones that need to be outed, let's go ahead and out them. But see, I love secret identities. I love the ridiculousness. I like Don Blake Thor. I like Thor having to pretend that he's a human and doesn't know that he's really not that guy. It's just Odin's trick on him. But yeah, I can I can get behind a Don Blake Thor because you're really just channeling another spirit. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're actually transforming into another person. Yes, yeah. Like that seems like a cool body switch thing. But then the Iron Man Tony Stark thing. Yeah, like it's ridiculous in this one. It doesn't work at all. It would only work for a child, and you know, or someone with a child like mine, like I had when I was you know. 15 reading All you things. need to do is see Tony Stark drunk, yeah. and then Iron Man shows up and he's drunk, and you're like, okay. Which, they had just done a story where Iron Man was taken over by some ro- robotic like vortex, force. Yeah, and vortex. Yeah, he they mentioned it forced a couple times him in there. to drink alcohol. It so. almost made me go back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Read a couple before. Oh, once they get your hooks <laughs> into you, you can't escape the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um... So, Rhodey's in his classic War Machine armor. There's been no changes to it at this point. Iron Man's in his um, very 90s. Got my... It's almost like a belly shirt design for the yeah. red and the gold. It's, He's got his uh, animated series look. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. Or it looks like he has buttons on his scalp. Yeah, so there's a scene where Mandarin is gloating about how he's going to finally see who's underneath the hood. But, but first... But first, let me see who this is. <laughs> oh... It's Tony Stark's best friend. The black one. The black one. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're very black. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, uh, this is direct one. Yes, the black man who defeated me in the guise of Iron Man. I have not forgotten you, imposter, nor shall I ever. And Rhodey 
in every issue, he's either oddly silent or he is saying, my man. Yeah. My man. My Dog. I mean, he's just... He never drops a dog, but he drops uh, a homie. Yeah, homie. I do remember homie. And he says, yo mama. Yo God. (laughs) This is the 90s, guys. This is... Yo mama was new. (laughs) <laughs> like that. This was, was a, them trying to be like racially sensitive. Yeah. Oh, this is this them time. introducing you know strong black characters. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see the art. The Force Works issues are the hardest issues for me to look at. Sorry for the flipping of pages in the background. Uh, Dave Taylor is really hit or miss with me. There are he's certain, very detailed. There yeah. are certain pages that are gorgeous, and I don't know much about art and how inking affects art but I gotta think maybe if somebody else I don't know I just don't think this is a good match. maybe if there it were seems... like better color oh yeah maybe color that was the, the colors time. yeah that's true because the colors are pretty like flat in early 90s oh like, yeah this yeah. is before they they splurged on better paper oh yeah this is newsprint paper this I is, think the, the yeah. better paper starts coming in like 1995 1996. Yeah, yeah. The X-Men book started it with, you know, because they yeah. were the best sellers. And then it eventually trickled down to everything else. Um, the costume designs. Uh, let's see. I mentioned the U.S. agents in this ridiculous black and white with red gloves costume. He's got electronic shield that he sends out his energy burst, but it's also a shield sometimes. And he's 100% sass. Uh, oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. Spider-Woman's in her traditional costume. Wanda. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I love the Scarlet Witch. She is one of my favorite characters from the Avengers. But this is like, you know, okay, like everyone secretly enjoys Jasmine from the Lion, not the Lion, Jasmine from the Lion King, Jasmine from Aladdin, Aladdin. when she is in the red slave girl outfit. I, I wasn't the only one who paused that. <laughs> and this is very reminiscent. This Wanda slinky dress costume she had but it's also the beginning of Wanda having a little bit more agency as a field leader she gets into it with Iron Man quite a few times as yeah. he you know trying just... to put him in his face is like listen I'm the leader of this one right uh, and... you've got to take it back and then Iron Man in total Tony Stark fashion he's just yeah, like, like no, no I'm gonna go do what I want to do you're, yeah, you're... my job Mm-mm. it's mine yeah Whatever. But yeah, like Wanda, when we see her, she's like in jeans. She's She looks like Oracle, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very much Oracle. And Oracle came out in like, a, I think, 89. So this is like a couple years later. And she's oh, sitting in front yeah. of the TVs. And I'm like, oh, this is a cool one. She's She's got reality like, yeah, powers. Yeah. So it makes sense that she's going to be the Oracle. And she's got the red top yeah, jeans. Yeah. I'm like, I think I like this version of her. And the next one, she's like wearing a swimsuit that has like the Chung Lee uh, flap that's going straight down to the floor. Oh, you can tell someone loves Street Fighter. Yeah. I mean, it's a straight up Chun Li look. When you said it, I was like, "How did I never see that before?" Because mm. it's just Chun Li, but it's red. Yeah. yeah, and then there's a lot of butt. Yes, a oh lot my of butt. God. There's you a get... Chun Li and Cammy had a baby, and it was yeah, it was a redheaded <laughs> witch <laughs> named Wanda. I think they were twins. <laughs> Depends on which side you're looking at. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's a... Wow. That is something else, because we just found an image where Wanda is being knocked down by a water-based villain, and she's just being covered in a giant wave, and all you see is her bare leg sticking out. Her bare bottom? Uh, Yeah, her... Her flat kind of standing uh, weirdly erect. Yeah, like... As she's being splashed... By a giant wave from, I believe it's Deluge. Yes. Was the elemental. And it doesn't say this, but it basically says sploosh as she's getting covered <laughs> in the water. It's just a little 
much. It's a bit on the nose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I've got a question about this one because yes, it, it yes. seemed like this story, mm-hmm. as is uh, frequent in mm-hmm. these '90s stories, they mm-hmm. they never quite settle on what the story is going to be. So mm-hmm. we've got Mandarin kidnapping Tony Stark and uh, James Rhodes. And yeah. then we have force works going out to check out something that's happening in China, which yes. is Hong Kong, Beijing. Yeah, you like, know. Are these it's these, all, it's all these guys place. work for the Mandarin, right? Yes. Uh, he later on we get to see how he creates them by carving up pieces of the heart of darkness and creating a mask and sticking it on random person number was four. Was that what the heart of darkness was for? Yes, that's how he's Dude. creating these people. You know so. how many times I flipped back? And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this heart of darkness? And I think it's also what gave him the ability to like shut down technology in all of mainland China and beyond. Yeah. So it you know, okay. was gonna. But first, but first, mm, he needs mm. to know the secret identity of right. War Machine. War Machine. Yeah. And then he not, looks not at Tony, Tony Stark. He's like, "Now you, Tony Stark." Oh, well, actually, he doesn't you even do it right away. He doesn't. He waits three, three issues. Century shows up. He kicks Century's ass, takes his staff, and somehow it's still two more issues before he gets around to going, oh yeah, I was going to do that thing. He, he does like yeah. the evil guy posturing where he just like explains things oh. and talks to him, and they do like weird philosophical battles like, I'm this way, you'll never be this way because of this. And he's like, haha, oh, that's it's right. Monologuing because, uh, at its best. It's monologuing, it's just like him and Iron Man are just going back and forth with it, mm-hmm. and meanwhile Mandarin's just like beating the hell out of him. Yeah. Now, when Sentry showed up, and this is kind of funny to me, Sentry shows up because he can feel the power of the Ten Rings, because yes. I guess he comes from a similar part of the solar system, right, the, right. the yeah. universe, where he's just like, I feel the power, so he immediately gets away from that Hong Kong thing that the Force Works are in. Yeah, yeah. Goes to the Mandarins, yeah. teleports over to the Mandarins' place, and he sees, like, Rhodes, and he sees Iron Man. And Iron Man yells up. at him, get Rhodey out of here. Yeah, get Rhodey out of here. Yeah. Get, him a, get him to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Because Iron Man doesn't want his uh, secret identity found out, so right, he's going to talk right. like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that alien that's on your team can't know who you really are. <laughs> so then, like, Mandarin wipes the floor with him, and then he drops his special staff. And the Sentry... Which I think is called Parallax. Yes, yeah, which is... Which is kind of funny. Yeah, uh-huh. Especially and then, with Iron Man doing a Parallax yeah. in a few years from now with mm-hmm. the gathering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Mandarin forgets which ring is his disintegrator ring. Yeah, he got it wrong. And he, 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 the teleportation he, he ring. picks he picks the teleportation knuckle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he teleports dude, them honestly, to honestly, I can't keep to a village that's under phone. siege by like a 17th century samurai well, board yeah, that yeah. is really just in the current day. Which I was like, did he time travel? What's going on? That is like, oh, is this the present day? Yeah, because they kind of wiped out technology in China, and I think the immediate area has been affected for longer, so those people have just... They immediately turned them on the Yeah, yeah, they're like, you know what? Don't we have that museum with all those old clothes, and we can just go, yeah, all right, let's My dudes. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) we don't have to suffer. There are swords and shit right in there. (laughs) Now you're doing roadie again. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm doing yeah. I'm doing an Asian. <laughs> we just discovered hip hop in Asia. <laughs> Come on, my man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, oh, Iron Man. We should say in the issues leading up to this, had faked his own death. He was uh, scared that people would attack him if he found out he was helpless. So he faked his death. Jim doesn't know it. Jim becomes Iron Man. Rhodey becomes Iron Man, and then he finds out. Oh, Tony Stark's alive. You son of a 
and they have their fight, which is what we came in on. Yeah. So now Rhodey has seemingly been killed, disintegrated in front of Tony, and meanwhile he and Sentry are going to have, uh, what was that movie with Tom? The uh, Last Samurai? Yeah, it's The Last Samurai. Yeah, it is. Where he shows up, he sees a doctor that he is familiar with, and he's like, hey, so I'm over here, I've got a familiar face, then all of a sudden he gets ransacked by samurai. Yeah. And the samurai are just going through and skewering people, like beheading them, bashing their faces in, and then they do the most intuitive thing to do next is, hey, uh, are you with the Mandarin? No, I'm not with the Mandarin. Cool, then let's team up. Yeah. Even though you just slaughtered the entire village, I need you to help me out. Yeah, Yeah, you, you got manpower, and... I think the best thing is that War Machine's armor has quit working. He's had to shed it and hide it somewhere. And it's not like nanotechnology. It's old clunky armor that you have to put on and fit together and power. And it's not working. So somehow they go and get samurai armor (laughs) to, to tack on to the war machine armor and that makes it work kind of some it doesn't make it work it's, it, you you're he, wearing he, nothing but metal yeah but to protect the metal let's put a samurai <laughs> armor my over head top hurts of it. my head hurts my why wasn't Brody just riding in the samurai helm oh, and just like doing it like that would have been so much. there were so many like leaps of logic that yeah. just never connected but you know that would have been a, a kick-ass variant action figure of war it machine would have been right next to like ninja turtles yes. crossover. Mm-hmm. that is that is hot stuff yeah I mean, here's the image of him holding a katana with his samurai you know helmet and he's wearing hockey pads he's got a helmet on top of the iron man helmet it's just yeah, I um, mean it. It seems like a cool action figure. Like yes, yeah, and that's all it's drawn for. And Sentry, I like Sentry. He's a weird character. He I like the way he, when he talks. Odd, he's like yeah, go ahead, speak thing. Yeah, where he names three similar items or emotions or whatever it is that he's concentrating on. He'll name three just to kind of. What's like, the word? What's the word? This, this, this. It's one of those. Things. And then like I like the last one he says is like I am bewildered. Yeah. I am blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he goes dot, 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 frightened. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like he finally makes a decision. He's like, and he's I... scared, man. Oh, that's yeah. what that is. That's, yeah. But yeah, so he loses Parallax. He gets transformed over here. And then Mandarin picks up Parallax. Yes. And suddenly that's like the big weapon that Mandarin has. And it's like the Heart of Darkness never existed. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is his new MacGuffin. Yeah, because so we've got... it's connected to the ring somehow, yeah. some way. Which is super strange it's it's convenient and it was kind of yeah, it's very convenient <laughs> it's convenient it's part of it especially for a, a, a man who just regrew his hands so he can wear the rings again well that's like anytime someone goes into the ocean you run into namor or aquaman depending on which universe you're in it doesn't matter it's goddamn ocean yeah aquaman's right reading there. Yeah. avengers versus jla you yeah. run into both of them yeah yeah Oh, it's my favorite comic of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Forceworks figures out where, you know, the Mandarin's castle is, and they're literally like, oh, look, (laughs) unless I'm mistaken, we've got the sinister fortress of the evil mastermind dead ahead. They're just hanging a lantern as the lightning, you know, flashes in the background and the large crash. Of, and there's the ship has lost power because Mandarin's anti-technology field and instead of usually superheroes can fly 
None of the superheroes in Wait, Wanda this... has powers. But she can't fly. Oh, she can't fly? No, I no. She can... That's in the Marvel MCU. Like, they've given her the ability to blast off by no, pointing seen, her powers the ground. I've seen plenty of stuff where uh, Wanda is just, like, floating and levitating. Yeah, like, okay, on, on I've powers. seen, like, floating but yeah, and so, levitating. But U.S. But... Agent, after everything goes out, he's like, I need to land this thing safely. I'm going to slam it straight into this rock and see what happens. Yeah, I don't understand what he's doing because this is a... You know, high tech vehicle. It doesn't seem like he can pull up on the stick and make the yeah, like I don't the know. gliders or anything. No, yeah. he he aims for the castle. Yeah, which... and he goes straight into it. And luckily, it takes a whole issue to crash, though. So, yeah, yeah. Then when he gets out, it's just like the next issue when we pick up. He's even yeah. talking like I don't even know if Wanda or uh, uh, just spy spy is dead <laughs> or spy. I just want to keep going forward because we need to kind of find my bro Tony. Meanwhile, Tony still has his helmet on. Yeah. Mandarin, who was so keen on this two issues ago, is just, nah, I want to beat you up some more. Yeah. And he beats him up, and he calls his goons in. He's like, watch me beat him up. I'm beating him up. Yeah. And, you know, big philosophical I want to battle. know the yeah. identity of my most feared villain. Yes. But first. But first. I will have a ham sandwich. Let me show you how to make a mask out of the heart of darkness, and I'll turn this sh- schmuck with a... <laughs> jar of water yeah. into another avatar. It's all exposition. Which I wonder if Avatar had come out at this point. The last Airbender. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Was that a that thing? it was like a 1977 thing that they were doing? Okay. It, and so. it's, if you read the Shonen Jump, it's probably uh, like up to issue 780. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. So I can only hope this is in reference to that. Um, yeah. So the avatars are all evil. He beats the hell out of Iron Man and then tells everybody, "Leave the room. This is only for me." And then... Yeah, so he... Is this where Force Works Oh, no, no. Breaks oh, in? yes. No. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, uh, he, uh, no, he pulls he, the he helmet off. off the he helmet. gets yeah. the seam. Yeah, and then they have... You know, he's not surprised at all. And he's just like, so, just as I often suspected. Like, he's never thought that. But, okay. <laughs> We're gonna, like, yeah. give him credit that, okay, you're not completely stupid. And, and then he... Just kind of chokes Iron Man, gives him, you know, the big show chokehold grab, throws him into the wall, and laughs at him. Because why wouldn't you kill the guy you've been saying you were going to kill for the last three days, apparently? But Yeah, why wouldn't you do it two issues ago? No! Why'd no. you wait this long to even take his helmet no. off? Meanwhile, Sentry and War Machine are still in the... With the murderous samurai game? Yeah, still just working around. Iron Man gets his armor blasted apart, just like he wanted. Because, disintegration. Yeah. I'll disintegrate the armor, not the man. He remembered which finger to use this time. <laughs> yeah. So Iron Man lures him into a hand-on-hand battle. He can't win that, but he's going to try it. Which I love the fact that you can tell Tony's been trained by Captain America a little bit. Because everybody in the Marvel Universe has. Yeah. But he's not good. <laughs> he's not world-class just because he's been in training with Captain yep. America. That's not his thing. And the Mandarin was not known for it, but he's Asian. So all Asians in comic books and movies have a predisposition to knowing all martial arts. And this is right after the the 80s. the 24th chromosome. Yeah, the 80s, I mean, you know, you can't beat anyone that's Asian that knows karate or Mm. kung fu. And this is the 90s, so I'm sure Karate Kid 3 was still in people's minds. And, yeah, Mandarin... He kind of cashes his race card in of, oh, I'm Asian, so I know Kung Fu, and he beats up Iron Man. Meanwhile, the ship is still crashing. This is, the timelines are not quite lined up, issue to issue, because this ship's been going down for a while. 
they crash in and U.S. agent does stumble out. It's like, where's everybody? Where's everybody? And Mandarin's like, eh, whatever. Now I'll kill you. Now it's the very last panel of the issue. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen next. He's probably going to kill Iron Man and the story's over. Oh, wait. No, someone this shows up. <laughs> U.S. agent in his wonderful, wonderful costume and since his shield uh at the end of avengers uh west coast 102 after they've disbanded the team u.s agent was riding a ferry out to the statue of liberty to see venom probably god damn it and he took he got to see venom in the statue of liberty yeah oh yeah son of a bitch but then he took his shield he had his costume tied underneath of it and he throws it in the hudson river and that's where S.H.I.E.L.D. is to this day, probably. And uh, so he has this new electronic S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's not working. So he has to go out and just bust heads with his knuckles. Now, he is super-powered. He has super strength. Not Spider-Man level, but he's, you know, he's no slouch. Mm. And uh, then he finds somebody's S.H.I.E.L.D., takes it from him, and before you know it, well, now he's going to fight with the S.H.I.E.L.D. and throw it around. Julia Carpenter, Spider-Woman, shows up and... I don't think this woman is ever drawn without her back arched. It's just, you know, she's I a think spider, it's a spider character. Woman thing. It's yeah, like yeah. The Milo Manera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, Milo Manera is an erotic artist. <laughs> they knew what they were getting when he got. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you go to any con, you'll yeah. walk by. You know, you know what? If things, you've seen uh, any Todd McFarlane onwards oh, Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. his back is arched. Yeah, that's He's true. Got that very that's much true. Right. Look yeah. at this. But it is a little gratuitous here. Um, Mandarin is finally going for the killing blow again, and I love this part where Scarlet Witch gets the shot. Like this is the and beginning. this is where she comes in. She's wearing a different costume. Uh, she's got the she's not. She doesn't even have the crotch flap. Oh, it's just uh, it's been it's just put, a bathing suit. Okay, no, see, this is the artist paying attention to physics as she is leaping down. It would be under her and flapping back up towards. It's probably going up her back does not exist. It must be in her crack. You know what? It's She must have tucked it. It's very unlikely that this costume would change sizes and disappear and reappear as she wanted to. So since it's unlikely, that so, means it's unpro- improbable. What you're saying is that it disappears and reappears as the readers want it to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or as the artist wants it to because, you know, that's fun um, for yeah. him. Uh, she comes in, saves Tony. This was big because up until this point, Wanda has either been a minor character in the Avengers, just throwing hex bolts, which are basically wasp stings, yep. you know, 2.0. They always make her, oh, I have to concentrate and summon this power, and oh, my head. It's like all the Marvel females had these powers that were amazing, but oh, the Invisible Woman, I got to go lay down, Reed. I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Wanda finally, you know, has a big moment. She brings down the castle on Mandarin, saving Tony for a minute anyway. And it was just, you know, the first time I saw the character do something. Meanwhile, uh, U.S. agent Spider-Woman are just wasting time with minions on the other side of the castle. So we see them fight. It's not so important. And, hey, there's Rhodey and Sentry still talking to the samurais. And, hey, Wanda, look at her arch back as she leaps aside showing both cheeks and she ducks over a blast mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing uh, mm-hmm. what do you think is holding that shirt up underneath of her I think that's dress? magic yeah. I think that's the comics code 
Comics goats holding that shirt. Oh, yeah. So, um, Scarlet Witch lets go on Mandarin and kind of makes his powers go haywire, like a Scarlet Witch do, and is able to get Tony out of there. Skip ahead, skip ahead. War Machine shows up with people. He and Tony make up. They lose their armor. They get their armor back to where it's functioning. Iron Man has a special delivery system to bring his armor straight to him. Now, he didn't bring a backup for Rhodey. Well, oh, Rhodey's you know. got the samurai stuff. Yeah, he's got the samurai stuff. He looks cool. Yeah. Like, I love the last issue, the cover, where Mandarin is, like, pleading with a, you know, grumpy Iron Man, you know, someone that's intimidating, standing over him, radiating power, and Mandarin's like, oh, God, please don't kill me. Uh, but you know what it also is interesting about that cover? Hmm. In the previous issue of Iron Man, that's the one where the cliffhanger is that Mandarin's going to kill him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in the preview for the next issue, mm-hmm. it says... Go on to uh, War Machine or Force Works for the right, continuation right, right. of it, but then come back next month for the thrilling conclusion. And then we get the one where Mandarin is cowering after we just saw that he almost has like Iron Man killed. So it's like talk about all of the suspense being sucked yeah, out. Yeah, they of completely by ruined the letters this page in the letters page. Which oh my god, the letters pages at this time were horrendous. People used to put watermarks and background designs behind the letter pages. Yeah, you couldn't hurt, read anything. Hurt. God, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you find the right issue of some of these comics, not these comics, but I've got like random letters that I sent in and were printed and, you know, you can hardly read them because it's in weird issues where stuff's going on in the background. I think the ones you can read, I've got an issue of Daredevil, Aquaman, and Gen X. Or <laughs> <laughs> I talk about Jubilee and Robin fighting in that Marvel DC crossover. That's fun stuff. Um, so yeah, so then they get out to it and... After Mandarin kind of fails at killing Tony Stark, he decides to go, and she's like, you know what, I'm going to join my Elementals. And he goes over to Hong Kong, and yeah. he's doing the whole thing, and then he uses, I guess, the Heart of Darkness. To yeah, make his... yeah. And the Sentry Staff he's combined. He's a huge and... monster. Yeah, that's... he's like this... Uh, it's like the Absorbing Man from the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Yeah. He's just the cloud. Yeah, he's just a giant cloud. And if you go yell at him, he'll go away. So, Which is what Iron Man goes to do. Yeah, he goes Much to the it. chagrin of Wanda, who's just like, hey, I'm yeah. the team leader. And then U.S. agents is like, yeah, some team leader you are. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks. Oh, hi. Chicks, right? <laughs> Chicks. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Make me a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, which is perfect for the redneck that he's written to be from Custer's Grove, Georgia. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that fictional town. It's Where's is not Custer's a- Grove? I wish it was a real place. Oh no, my in-laws live in Georgia, and there's some. Oh yeah, there's some nut, really nutty name places up there. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be real now. That I think it's probably just it. named after some guy, and he's like his family's the only population in that whole county. Yeah, yeah. Custer's County. Yeah, Custer's <laughs> County. Yeah, it's next to Hazard. <laughs> oh, uh, Tony also is like flirting with a doctor that is helping him put his armor together and come up with, you know, Which MacGuffin they, they for have, the other MacGuffin. Yeah, apparently they have a history, but... Yeah, Tony was never a bit explained, of a but playboy. He, yeah, he was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, we slept together, but your husband's dead, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about your husband. And then she's just like giving him the pat, like, uh, friendship. <laughs> this, He's just like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and back off. Yeah, this comic is weird because I know, like... Uh, What's her name? The Black Widow was on screen talking to Wanda in the very first issue. Like, hey, we're doing something. Can you help out? And there was an issue previous to this where Tony Stark sleeps with Black Widow. 
And it's like not a big deal. It's just like, hey, we went on an adventure and then we slept together and now we're off doing our own thing. And for, you know, a kid being raised in the Bible Belt in the early like, 90s. This is what can uh, happen when I'm, I'm like, an adult. <laughs> 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 it ensured I bought Iron Man for another couple of years just in case that happened. You're again. like, he's going to sleep with a lot more uh, people. Yeah, I want to see that. He's going to see Oh. So cool. So here he is macking on people left and right as he's putting on his armor, getting ready to go. It's not flying, though. She's she's mocking him down because her husband just died. What the hell are you doing, Tony? Yeah, well, you know, he just got drunk for the first time. So he's, you know, not... She's like, I got drunk again for the first time. Which is something that comes up again at the end. But yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes up and he kind of bitches out the uh, Mandarin and then Mandarin realizes that he doesn't quite have the mastery of the parallax that he uh, should have had. Yeah. that the sentry had and it's like kind of draining his energy so we tra- tra- transport back so he doesn't use the disintegration ray on himself yeah. Yeah. which would have been fun if he had thought that they were two different things maybe mm-hmm. like use the transportation yeah yeah and he on them he's like ah he's dead then he yeah. used the disintegration on himself <laughs> because he's an no. idiot what 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 I couldn't even tell these new hands <laughs> I put them on wrong. Pretty dragon hand. <laughs> Lady dragon hand. He does have really long nails. So it's got to be hard to go to the bathroom when you must hit up like those spas. Uh, you got to have a bidet. Yep. Yeah. Or he just makes a minion do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so like uh, he totally, goes over there and then they have to go back and like this is this it's is a where MacGuffin it gets to pretty fight weird a MacGuffin. again. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there's two MacGuffins that. The Mandarin's using. He's got the Heart of Darkness. He's got the Parallax. Tony has already one MacGuffin to get the new armor to him. Which is the Techno Virus. Techno Organic Virus. And then the second MacGuffin is the Techno Organic Virus he puts on his faceplate. Only on his faceplate. Yeah. Let's not make it a spray and go up and just shh. Then he goes, okay. But let's trust that you're going to touch my face and caress it before you blast me All you need to do is like flick water at him. Yeah. Or just, yeah. like, tap him on the shoulder. Really, you could have made a super soaker out of this. Yeah. You he know. just trusted that Mandarin would be like, let me see that beautiful face one yeah. more time. And so this is a real gamble that pays off because Mandarin, all of a sudden, he loses magic. And apparently he's been really old all these years, and, you know, the magic drains after out of him, so he's unable to keep himself pure. He's unclean, he's tainted, and he turns old. And we'll see later, nobody notices where he goes. He seems to disappear into the heart of darkness as he reaches for it with his dying breath, looking like the guy from... Uh, what was that? Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yes! That's what I was melted. Yeah. And he reaches for it, and he disappears. But he shows up later. He's fine. He's, he's a janitor. He's the custodian. <laughs> Not a janitor. It's 2020, Nick. God. Master of the custodial arts. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kicking ass with that broomstick. Yeah, everybody pretty much sits around. And the big takeaway from this is Tony and Rhodey have made up. Tony is sorry. Completely that, off panel. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We don't get to see that. The last time we see each other, them together, is they're like trying to beat each other up. Yeah. They get frozen. And they're like, oh, we got to think about this. Then he sees what he thinks is Rhodey dying. Right. So when and he then sees Rhodey again, the rest of it, like, there's Rhodey's no such contact a with him. He's like, hey, I thought it was dead. It's not fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yep. My man. My man. My man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the... uh, Catch you on the flip side. Oh, man, yeah, it's gonna be jiggy, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that wasn't a thing till Will Smith. Well, yeah. It was a little bit later. Give it another two years, and we would indeed be getting jiggy with it. Um, I really wish that (laughs) 
War Machine had just incorporated the samurai look into his armor. Yeah. Like, you know, rebuilt the armor, but added a samurai edge to it. It would like, be the yeah, silver this is, samurai, basically. This is how I'd... And that would make a lot more sense than the actual character called the silver samurai. Yeah. Because he doesn't... Make any sense. No. No. It's like he's silver, and he's a samurai, but he's a thief, so he would be a ninja, but... Okay, never mind. Why would he buy something shiny? Yeah, and didn't they live in another country? No. So, okay. <laughs> Maybe. It's all Asia. Uh, Tony Stark's walking out. Everybody's like, you know, calling after him, picking up after him. He's walking around with his his armor's in this briefcase, by the way. Mm-hmm. Now, how does that work? It works. Oh, it's comic book magic. Yeah, shut up. It fits. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody, you know, attacks, he'll give him time to go into the bathroom. It'll take eight or nine minutes, but he'll get yeah. changed and come back out and beat him up. And then at the very end, yeah, Tony goes in, grabs the bottle of bourbon, and decides, okay, I've already fought one battle today. Now I'll fight another. And he stares at the bottle. He thinks about it. He puts it in the drawer and he goes, uh, now I've won the tougher of the two, but I'll fight it again tomorrow. And what alcoholic do you know <laughs> recovered alcoholic just keeps liquor such a bad in idea. his drawer? That's such a bad idea. That's terrible. That is like, oh. That is one of the dumbest Right, like I get, I get the symbolism behind it. Yeah, that's like, but there's no reason where he's just like, I keep this by me as a reminder that I'm powerless to it. Right, right. I mean, that'd be like you know, if a fat guy was going on a diet and he kept a Snicker bar in his desk, he kept a whole birthday cake. Yeah, just, just, (laughs) just. just, Yeah, right. It'd be even better than that. Yeah, it's like here every day I go to Publix and I get a fresh cake and and I just smell it. it. It's my fat tax. Yeah, (laughs) I just smell it. Let it know yeah. that I have power over it. Then I throw it away. So, this does not hold up as well as it does in my memory. It's definitely of its time. It's The art is hit or miss. There's good things and bad Actually, things. I really like the art in Iron Man. Who, who was oh, yes. Uh, the, Especially this last issue. Mm-hmm. Tom Morgan. Uh, Tom Morgan, yeah. Tom Morgan did a hell of a job illustrating this. I think he, he really knocked out. And even Len Kazminsky... I've never heard of him as a writer, but the pre the prequel, yeah, the yeah, two issues before yeah. it, they're really good, and then everything else, it's like, huh. And it's weird to see how disjointed this is, knowing that Len Kizminski is writing more than two thirds of it, yeah, and then the other third is Dan Abnett, yeah, who's who's really brilliant. good, yes. but then I think he's like doing a weird. Like, he's still in his kind of infancy doing this stuff. Right, right. Where it's like a cross between Frank Miller and Chris Claremont, where everything is so dependent on text boxes. Yes. And he yes. doesn't get that he's not writing a novel. Mm hmm. <laughs> it just kind of goes, and that's the Force Works issues. And, you know, every crossover at this time, they were forcing, no pun intended, these crossovers to happen. Okay, a little bit intended. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, you cheeky yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was really, you know, rough on creators at this time because crossovers became just a constant thing. Yeah. Somebody I mean, that was, was like Death of Superman was the one that kicked it off. Oh, DC yeah. proved how big of a seller it was. Oh, yeah. And that's basically what kick-started the Clone Saga. Yeah. Was them saying, you know what? They got their entire line back in in shape, not with just mm-hmm. uh not with just with Death of Superman, but also the Batman. Batman Nightfall. Yes. Where Bane broke the bat. So then it just became a huge thing. And yeah. then they rode this down into the 
depths and almost tank the entire comic. Oh, they did tank. Oh the yeah, comics. I was about to say. No, almost. Marvel Comics they, almost they, they never bankrupt. published another thing. Yeah, but it. This is like the start of it, where they're starting to experiment more with crossovers. Yeah. It's not something that really happened a lot before. I think before this, I think the other biggest one was uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah. Which was done right because it had one creative vision. But when they're starting to do it where they just have to have like the different creators yeah. going across, then you have stuff like Wanda being dressed differently. This isn't <laughs> like the issues. beginning of it, but this is definitely like in the it, thick before it of gets the crazy. middle. Before yeah, it gets crazy. Yeah, the but it's the middle, on its way, way to, to it. get there quick. It's yeah. going to get out of control and just spiral. This may have been like the first year of the Clone Saga or the second year of the Clone very Saga. Very close. Very close to it. So it's yeah. like, it, it's coming, man. But yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed this. For a couple reasons. Alright. First one. Mm-hmm. I did not realize mm-hmm. that there was a time. Or I forgot. I yeah, knew yeah. there was. But yeah. I forgot there was a time where Tony Stark did not have a secret for identity. Most and of it his... threw me off when he was just like, I want yeah. to know who's below. I was like, bitch, you know who's below. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so didn't first, you see the movie? He does it yeah. at the end. It's right there. <laughs> but, but the whole scene in that first issue yeah. where he does the fake out, which is like, I long to see the yeah. face of my mortal enemy. He's but first the black man. saving his victim. <laughs> Savoring his victory. But first, you silver boy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Ah, that's who I thought. All right, now rather than do you right now, <laughs> I'll get in two fights. <laughs> and then I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'll need to lay down. And then, then I'll come back. I'm going to need you to rub my tummy while I drink some warm milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll use my subservience <laughs> ring on you. <laughs> oh, no, that's the freedom ring. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't even think it ever goes over his ten rings in this series. Like, no, if you, you I think know, that the most you get it is like when he's blasting Iron Man from all sides. Like, oh, first he uses electricity, yeah. and then he uses his blah, blah, blah. Now it's his fire and his water. Yeah. What is he going to do with the other six rings? I'm like, what other six rings are you? You just went through all of the elements. Yeah, <laughs> and he never, like, they never give the rings, like, a real origin in the story and they don't you don't know how powerful they are like he has an electric ring okay mm-hmm. great is that like electro kind of it's electro like that thing ring? the joker shook it... the hand yeah, of the board yeah, member yeah, in the first yeah, batman yeah. movie yeah is it just a joy just yeah. yeah but you know how powerful does he control all electricity could he generate enough electricity to power a city or would he have to really try hard and what about the fire ring can he control fire does he make mm-hmm. fire monsters what's it don't worry about it it's fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's got all the powers, so just know. But yeah, that's my other thing. It's like, I love this because of how old-timey MacGuffin-y oh, yeah. it is. And all the supervillain posturing mm-hmm. that we kind of don't get anymore. No. Unless it's like no. a total throwback done in irony. Right, right. But this yeah. was the norm. Yeah, this is how this character was written. And like, Tony Stark, you can see, is not funny. This is not Robert Downey no, Jr. This is not, yeah. He's an asshole. I don't even <laughs> think he was a... funny until Warren Ellis got his hands on him. Like, he didn't even have any snark to him, really. Right? Like, yeah, he was just a business guy. Pretty much, yeah. Then he Warren was... Ellis wrote him, then... Hawkeye was the funny Avenger. Yeah. And then if you watch the movies, people would have no idea Hawkeye was, like, this jokey character for so long. Yeah. Well, He's Jeremy Renner singing blues. Yeah, looking <laughs> sad and mournful. And... I'm Ronan now. Yeah, I kill people. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> I let go. I let go. <laughs> I had to see my kid. What was I gonna do? Chicks, right? <laughs> Chicks, man. <laughs> 
But the best he, things to kill in a movie. Yeah, like, uh, as I was reading through these, I was like, God, do I even want to keep these? Are these going back in the box? And then I finished. I was like, hell yeah, because i got to do yeah, this in 20 this. years and see what I think then. Oh, God. So please read these issues, guys. Find Hands of the Mandarin. If You, you can probably go to your local comic shop, go to the dollar bin, and you're going to find a lot of these in the two-for-one box. Mm-hmm. Hey, so. I'll go as far as to say this is required reading for Shang-Chi. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you're not going to understand anything on Disney Plus unless you're you... You're not going to understand anything in this comic, but it will prepare you mentally. Mm-hmm. And it will, it will actually, like, I feel like this is the best reminder for why the Ben Kingsley Mandarin was the right choice. Uh, okay, you can... Okay, yeah. yeah go, go, uh, give it to me! Uh, <laughs> give it to me! I want the movie! <laughs> I go on the record. Iron Man three is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Oh, gee! If only they could have got the character actor that played Shang Tsung in the. Uh, that would have been amazing. Oh, finish him! <laughs> I could see him now. Oh, did your black friend? <laughs> Which? Oh my God! They did that in the Mortal Kombat movie. Did they? Johnny Cage had a black friend that no, Goro Jax. fought, and Goro killed him. It wasn't Jax. It was some just random guy. Was a random black guy. Yeah. Random black guy. So oh, add it to the list of random black guys that die in pop culture. Right, right. This is before the big reversal. Who was of the that. first one that died in Civil War? Bill Foster. Who was he? Who was, uh, <laughs> black Goliath. His yeah, name was yeah, Black Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like they brought him back, put him into a costume <laughs> just so they could kill him. <laughs> your name is Black Goliath, <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> the comic shop I went to at the time, the owner was black. Uh, named Andre. Cool Comics in Valdosta, and he was so disheartened because <laughs> like, it showed like it was one of those things where it's like you know four Avengers on the cover it's like one of these Avengers will die and it was the black guy and, and, he wasn't and, and I was like who's it gonna be he's like you know who it's gonna be <laughs> it's <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He's like, I'll bet you all your comics right now. And yeah, it was, so I had to pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is good stuff. It'll get you uh, in the... You know, you never know where the little nugget of gold is that they're going to turn into the next story. And you know what? Mandarin with dragon hands. I'm for it. I'm saying it. I mean... And this is a relatively quick read, too. Oh, yeah. Except for the Force Works issues. Yes, yes. Dan Abnett does not know how to write concisely. And he Yet. also, Yet. at this time, does yeah. not really know that he's writing a comic book. No, no. It's all prose. He's he's in the Chris Claremont school of uh And he doesn't have a voice writing. for any of the characters yet. Yeah. It's just all one it's very, yeah, narrative. It's very two-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. But there are, like I said, small moments that I like. I love Scarlet Witch showing off her power. And I like the fact that you had no idea Iron Man had a secret identity still No, I had an idea, but I forgot because it's it's so, like, for me it's like, I I feel like the Marvel Universe, like, did not start until Joe Quesada became EIC. Oh, see, and that's where it ended. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's that's where it's all there, man. I'm banging on the table again, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Damn it, Jason. We're not having you back. <laughs> I'm going to get a gavel. I'm going to do this right. But yeah, it's like uh, the, the everything, the only thing that existed to me before the Joe Quesada years and yeah. the Marvel Knights years are like, you have a couple like key runs. Yeah, yeah. And then everything else is just filler comics. Yeah. Yeah. I can see But that, this is I them trying see... to do something really interesting. And they revealed Tony Stark's identity. Yeah. Only to have him do nothing with it. 
Oh yeah, which right. is like perfect. Like he's, at this time, where you can't commit to any of the decisions you make because now he's a custodian. Yeah, they made a big deal about the one doctor finding out that Tony was Tony. You know that Iron Man is Tony Stark, and then it's like, hey, are we still dating? And she's like, my dad just died. Okay. All right. Call you in two weeks. <laughs> Please. Uh, but, I mean... I'm going to add you to my little Black Widow book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know what I call it that? USA's, USA's, <laughs> where you at? Where you at, man? <laughs> Up high, bunch of... Give me a damn. Give me a damn. Oh, yeah. And then Brody comes over and he's just like... Uh, my man. My, my man. Sup, <laughs> uh, dog? Oh, not yet. <laughs> All right, guys. So we just covered Hands of the Mandarin. Go ahead and give us a rundown again. What were these issues that we had? All right. So we it starts off in Forceworks numbers 7 and... No, 6 and 7. War Machine 9 and 10. Iron Man 311 and 312. If you want to back up and read the good issues... Which are really good. Yes. I was surprised how good they were. Which is why we will not cover them here. issue number eight of war machine and issue number 310 of iron man Mm -hmm. and uh yeah those i'm gonna go home and read those now because those are in another box they're really good yeah and jason thank you so much for coming out we we would love to have you back whenever you feel like it thanks for having me this is great absolutely this is awesome Mm -hmm. you uh you fit well except for your tapping yeah Uh, yeah you and bruno on the same side of the table these people are fucked yeah (laughs) yeah. all he does is i'm gonna need a new Perch. <laughs> yeah. Keep me away from the table. And those of you uh, who think uh, Jason's voice is familiar, we actually uh, released a couple weeks back um, mm-hmm. our impressions on Dan DiDio, mm-hmm. Leaving DC Comics. So if you're listening to this right now and you want to listen to more of uh, me and Jason talk one-on-one, we're recording this on the same day. It's just different release dates. What? Because one's breaking news. Huh? Apparently. Yeah. Well, how does time work the in this timeline universe? timeline doesn't match up. <laughs> it's the 5G timeline. <laughs> That's a Bruno's fire. <laughs> like when you said you, if you know his voice, I was like, "What are you gonna call me out where I work?" <laughs> I don't need people coming. Hey, I'm, I heard you swear heard on this you on podcast. <laughs> you naughty. <laughs> you talk about pause and stuff. <clears throat> Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what we're airing this week because it's a little far out. Yeah, but yeah. You know yeah. what? Thank you guys for joining us. Keep in, uh, keep tuning in. Um, every Saturday, we're going to be dropping our regular episodes. I believe we're in the middle of Miller time. We're going to be uh, talking a little bit about the Dark Knight universe uh, with my regular co-host, Bruno. Um, in the meantime, my name is Nick. My name is Jason. And Jason will be back whenever he damn well pleases. All damn he to do Skippy. Is He's damn the one who has to drive. So. All right, all right. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Keep it crispy, Bernie Bros. Oh god, it burns.